Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we kick off the episode, mm. um, I think we should just give a little warning that this uh, has a lot of talk about mental health, a lot of talk about suicide. Yeah. Um, and if this is triggering, triggering for anyone, perhaps um, be warned, maybe don't listen to it. Um, or if it is, we put loads of links in the description uh, where you can go to to look for help. I'm going to say that before we start. Hello, everybody. Howdy, partners. Welcome to another episode. That was lackluster. As I said, I'm depleted. You did. You came, I am you came into the studio depleted. and you announced that you were depleted. It's not a good way to kick the podcast what, off. What are you it? depleted of? I don't know. But maybe uh, if, if I was an iPhone battery, mm-hmm. I reckon it would. I would have to put it on that yellow mode that sometimes I press by accident. I put low power on all the yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know how I do that. It just goes I'm to always on low power mode. I'm on low power mode. Um, and I can't find the charger. Mm. You lost the charger. I lost the... Someone stolen the charger. You know where you can find the charger? In the, in the hands of the good Lord. Come over to the church. We'll charge you up, buddy. We'll charge you up. Find the faith. Come on. I'll plug you right in. Uh, we have a special episode today because we have my sister on the podcast. Hello, Emily Lang. Oh, greetings. 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 What a coup. Oh, what a coup. What a coup. Years and years and years of begging. Begging. Yeah. And I what, finally from... said yes. Uh, <laughs> she finally did. After so long... Of me asking you to come on, you finally <sighs> have done it. Found a gap in my schedule. And why? Why did she say yes? Why? For why? For many reasons. One, because um, I want to support my beautiful brother. There we go. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, the main ticket. one. This that one, is this the one. ticket. Yeah. This one right here. Yeah, me. Hey. And also, you are beautiful, by the way. Your new skin. Well, yeah, I have a new skin today. E- example told Jamie he had good skin yeah. last week. Example. And, uh, as, in, as in the, the singer. The rapper. Sure. <laughs> no no he's yeah. him he's, he's yeah okay uh, indeed <laughs> he said he's got good skin yeah, he said so, i had great yeah, skin yeah, so there you go. um Ludi, you're on the uh podcast hey not because you're just my sister mm-hmm. but because you have your podcast i do which I is just launched just launched what episode one came out last tuesday how are you feeling about it i feel so incredibly proud which is not something I say often, and yeah. you know that about me. Um, yeah. But I am, I am very, You've never very... never said it about your brother. Never <laughs> once. In fact, today was the first. <laughs> I'm very, very proud. But I'm incredibly proud of myself. Um, it is called, Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was great. Very good Emmy, question. Emmy was like, Emmy at the beginning was like, I'm going to call it, Why... Why do you think you've got no friends? You, you useless twat. You useless twat. And I was like, why did you change I was, it? I like that. Yeah, but I was like, I, that might be an aggressive title. <laughs> I don't know. I would just keep the twat bit out, but keep the rest. Why do you think you've got no friends? You useless twat. But but hey, but listen. But we want to hear. So is is that a reflection, like looking in the mirror type thing, or are you just what, something I just shout at myself on a daily basis? Yeah. What's the <laughs> what's the what's the basis of the podcast? Talk, um. Talk so oh, look at that. Look, that's a great question. That is, isn't it? That is a. Is it? It's a good. It's a good one. Wait, that say, is a great say it one more time. 
Uh, what's the basis of the podcast? That's a brilliant um, question. Tell me, Max. Brilliant tell, question. Tell me a little bit about um, it. So, being incredibly, incredibly open about it. Uh oh, um, here we go. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, God. Yourselves in. Strap yourselves in, people, because we are going to talk <laughs> about trauma. Get cozy. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, codependency. Yeah. Um, so, in January of this year, January 2022, um, I hit a rock bottom in a kind of apocalyptic way. It was really, really bad. Um, basically, for a very, very long time, I'd been repressing a lot of stuff. I'd been um, distracting. I'd been using substances to numb the feelings that I was having. And it all came to a head in January. And um, I just lost it. I completely lost it. I hit the end of my tether and... Um, that was it. I was I was out. I was completely out. And uh, yeah, I made um, I made an attempt on my own life, um, which resulted. I didn't, as you can tell, it didn't work. And I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful. I am. As you can <laughs> <tell. imagine>. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, I am still here. Um, but I, as a result, I ended up in primary care for thirty days, which. I mean, this is news to no one, but my God, do not go to rehab if you can help it. It's so <laughs> shit. Really? <laughs> you think it's going to be one thing. Oh my God, it's the worst. <laughs> what is it? It's the, the lack of drugs in there. Is that the, is that it's the hardest? The lack, it's because there there's no cocaine anywhere. <laughs> what, the what is this? <laughs> paying top dollar for this. Oh God. Um, it is, it's, it's awful. I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful for it because it did save my life. Um, but it was really, really hard. And what I realized when you hit an absolute rock bottom, mm. when you really get to a place where everything was destroyed. And I mean, my life went up in smoke. It was, I mean, you were there. Mm -hmm. It was God, it's not good. It mm. was so bad. Um, yeah, but I, I noticed it. For me, what happened when I started noticing it, because... I think I think um, we 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 went into lockdown together. Mm -hmm. You and I, and you had just been broken up with. No, I, did, I this is like the one time when I'd done it. I'd broken up with someone. Oh, you'd broken up with it. I, okay. I need to claim ownership over that because usually I am. So okay, yeah, yeah, dumped. fine. But but you, I mean, look, whatever it was, you were hurt. You were hurting. This is the no. This is the no, no, not this. Mm. This was the other one. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. so you you had broken up with someone. Yeah. And then someone had broken up with you mm. and you couldn't handle the rejection. And I remember, yeah. I remember it was from like a brother's side. It was like intense behavior, right? Yes. Yeah. It was really intense behavior. Um, and what I've come to realize is that um, our relationship, you and me, because we've grown up together um, and we kind of grew up with <laughs> zero boundaries. Mm. And I think what we struggle with a lot of the time or what you struggle with is that uh because we have no we grew up with no boundaries you sort of think i'm an extension of you mm. and so when i have a really intense reaction to something or behave in a way that you wouldn't you can't understand absolutely why that's happening because you would you would never do that yeah so um my aim a lot of what i'm trying to do in this podcast why do you think you've got no friends is to basically go you don't know how you would react in a situation if you were otherwise informed you, everyone's experience is very very different mm. and there's a line from matilda the musical classic um tim mitchum tim mitchum well i done. did bake off with him yep yep 
Tower of Bennett cake. Banana cake. Yeah, banana banana bread. A meringe tower. What do you mean? What's a meringe? Meringe tower. Also, your banana bread literally had a banana in the shape of a penis on top. Yeah, they didn't like that. That was on the That was Channel 4. They're like, what is that? I was like, it's banana. They're like, bananas are penis shaped. They can't really change it. No, but there were two. It was a banana and two balls. Oh, yeah, I really actually I actually made a penis. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, worst cake ever made. Um, oh yeah, so Tim Minchin in Matilda wrote um, in one of the songs, it says, for example, when I say, say red, there is no way of knowing if red means the same thing in your head as red mm. means in my head when someone says red. Yeah. When you have a reaction to something and you are experiencing trauma and you have very uh, intense mental health problems, those things are your responsibility. They're no one else's responsibility. You have to take care of those things. It's not your, it's no one else's responsibility to understand, to to, to experience what you're experiencing. Mm. <clears throat> but it's also no one's place to judge it. No. Um, no, but it's no one's <laughs> place to judge it at all. But what I what I do think I do think happens is that what you when you're so in the depth which you were at mm. this beginning time of lockdown, mm. saying, you you couldn't you couldn't understand you couldn't see from a different perspective that actually potentially you needed help. You no, you no. didn't know you needed help. No, and I remember seeing you. And I remember talking. I remember talking to like family and stuff like that, and mm. no one knew it. I was like, guys. Emmy, we need to get Emmy we need to get help, some help yeah. because this is not a not a good thing. And it yeah. took it took me ages, yeah, really, to, really to persuade time. you, yeah. Um, but it's um, when you're in it, it's very it's it's incredibly hard to understand what's happening. Mm. And this I will always say, and a lot of people disagree with me, but I will always say, never underestimate the power of a diagnosis because when you're informed, when you understand what's going on, when you're able to even just Wikipedia the symptoms, yeah. you feel so much less alone. Otherwise you're just floundering in this place of not understanding what is happening. Mm. So I suffer from CPTSD, which is complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, hello. Hello, Carla. <laughs> That's a nice one to take out the bag. CPTSD. It's like a robot, Star Wars. CPTSD. BPD, borderline personality disorder. I suffer with addiction. I'm a codependent. Do you think you have addiction? Yeah. You think you I'm a love addict, for sure. Oh, a love addict, okay. I'm a love addict. This is all going on my dating profile. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Codependent, addict, rehab. You want to uh, go? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to go? Come and see some darkness. Get it. <laughs> Look into my eyes. <laughs> you will see some darkness. <laughs> oh my god! But 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 I think, Lulu, what is you know what as you're saying these diagnoses? Mm. What is tricky? I think right is that um, a lot of people who may be listening to this will be like, okay, this is just some young privileged kid mm. who's got mm. like daddy issues or whatever it is or yeah. mummy issues. Hundred but, percent. But 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 actually. That's not really the case. And, you know, it's it's more the fact that, um, you know, everyone's, it doesn't matter what background you come from, what you have, mm, what privileges mm, you were given or not given. Mm. Um, going through these experiences are pretty tough as an individual. Incredibly, right? incredibly tough. And there have been a lot of things that have happened to me in my life um, that have been incredibly traumatic um, and haven't been addressed. And I think when 
and I and it sounds it sounds so dramatic, but um, I think it's in something like episode seven or eight. I say I was just I feel like I was born with despair mm. because I lost an identical twin. I was an identical twin in the womb, and there's a lot of studies to show that if you are a womb twin survivor, then your brain is literally wired differently. You are really yeah, is that yeah. true? You suffer from extreme abandonment issues. Right. A lot of people who are womb twin survivors actually get misdiagnosed with BPD. Um, so you know that's something to look at in the future. What is B? What is BPD? <laughs> so, so many um, abbreviations. <laughs> I know BPD is BPD. I have. Every, I, do you know what I, I have? Everything. <laughs> wait, wait. What is BPD? Just what happens list with the BPD? alphabet. <laughs> what happens with BPD? Um, BPD, borderline personality disorder. Um, it's when you live in a sort of you live in a black and white mentality. So it's all or nothing. You can't see any kind of gray area. If a friend is upset with you, they hate you. They're never going to talk to you again. Oh, so you okay. dive between ecstasy and despair. Um, and it's it's like, it's it's an all or nothing response to everything. Um, there's a common misconception that there's a lot of anger that goes with it and it's quite, and you, there's a lot of anger that gets put outside and people can be quite violent. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily true. Um, with BPD, a lot of the time, if you have a lot of anger, it will go inward. So you will self-harm, mm. um, suicidal tendencies, things inward, like that. Inward anger is, is re reflects in depression sometimes. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty shit. But um, yeah, I have it all. I really, I caught the snitch on that one. Yeah. <laughs> 10,000 yeah, points to Gryffindor. <laughs> caught the brown snitch. Yeah. <laughs> the snitch that no one wanted to catch. She got Wait, it. Wait, but, but also, but you, you, the thing for me, which I didn't realize, right? And this mm. is what I think I then, I then realized after a while was, and you hid it so well, mm. was that you were, you were just drinking so much. I was drinking a lot. Yeah. Um, when there is so much so much trauma and like i said i feel like i was born i was born with despair mm. and so when something has always been a part of you it just feels very normal mm -hmm. so every time that i was hurt every time there was chaos every time that i was put in a dangerous situation it just felt like home this felt normal and any and if it was something was kind of stable i was like well, i don't understand this this is this is frightening to me um so i never paid attention to things that were hurting me or irrational behavior because it just felt normal. And so I was using alcohol. I was really abusing alcohol to just numb everything because mm. it was building and building and building and building. And there were so many times when I was like, yeah, I'm nailing it. I have got my shit together. I am, yeah, my God, I'm amazing. Mm. Um, and I was just hanging on to distraction. Yeah. Um, I either had a great job or um, a new partner or um, I don't know drugs. Yeah, um, you 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 were clinging on to that like found uh, a new band. You, yeah, you, you thought just you, sticking plaster, sticking yeah. plaster, sticking plaster, sticking plaster, and and that chaos you thought was success almost. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always say that living living a life of superlatives, which is exactly what I was doing, was incredibly romantic and very exciting. It is also just wildly, wildly dangerous. It's mm. completely, it's so unstable. And um, I talk in in my podcast, Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? Um, I talk a lot about how before you start healing and if you are in the place that I was with a lot of trauma and addiction and um, personality disorders and all of that, you're sort of standing on this bridge over a pool of lava and you're kind of rocking it and it's a lot of fun and you're jumping from thing to thing and something might fall, but you can fix a, a platform. 
but eventually you're going to fall. It's mm. going to, it's going to happen. Mm. And I, yeah, I literally jumped in there naked <laughs> like, into the lava <laughs> and destroyed Melted. everything. But, but it's, it's amazing, right? Because I, I remember then you, you, we finally um, persuade you uh, to go to this. Is, do, you, do you call it a rehab or do, what do we call it? Um, I call it, I call it rehab, rehab, primary care, um, recovery. recovery. I like calling it rehab because I like dropping it as a thing in conversation, seeing how people react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, oh, what God, is no, that? Back away. What the hell is so, that? So did you not read it on my dating? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. This is on Raya, I went to rehab. But um, because I remember we, I took you, because I was so worried about you, I took you to a couples therapy session with me. Couples therapy? Well, it was like a couple therapy session, Wait, wasn't it? You guys went in as a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah we had couple therapy. Well, well I, took, I took, I sat in a, I said, look, let's go. <laughs> that would therapy. have been an easy. I, I, I immediately know what the issue is here. Yeah. You, you guys shouldn't be dating. You guys, this is very weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Are you guys, yeah, yeah. Are you guys leaving? Here? This is weird. No, but we, we took you. I took you to this meeting, uh, which, which was, I, I think, what you probably call that is like a. Um, Intervention, intervention type thing. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Didn't it work. wasn't strong enough of an intervention. It did not work. It was. No. N- it did not work. I sat there being like, "Ooh, done, bye." Yeah, yeah, yeah bye. I'll go. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna cycle back in the most oh, dangerous. Oh my god, I remember that. And then finally, I don't know what the clicking point was. It was literally, but with with someone like with someone like me who suffers from the disorders that I have, the addiction, the post traumatic stress disorder, complex post traumatic stress disorder, BPD, all the rest of it, you you ha- literally have to get to a place. Yeah. of having nothing of everything going mm. to actually pay attention to to what's happening that's exactly it yeah uh, you can't destroy do it, it all to to, build, you have to, build to it back do, again. literally like a phoenix from the ashes mm. um that so there are there's this um test called the aces test which is adverse childhood experiences um between the ages of you know when you're, when you're born to 18 mm-hmm. and um i think it's 10 it's 10 questions um of what you experienced and it's things like did your parents divorce dick <laughs> yeah um did did you have a parent who went to jail you um was there abuse in the household etc cetera, etc cetera. and if you score two out of ten you're more likely to be depressed if you score four mm. yeah, i'm trying to find this um, email, yeah. yeah if you score more than four you have um more you're more likely to have addictive tendencies and if you score uh, i think it's i think it's six i could be i could be saying this wrong it's either four or six um, you are forty-two thousand percent more likely to take your own life. If what? Say that again. If you score forty-two thousand percent, and I scored six out of ten. Wow! Um, Have you got the so test? Oh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get this thing up, which is basically all about like understand. It's it's like a what is the test called? Which the is ACE, the adverse childhood experience. Yeah, that I see. I, I just, but it's, it's not coming up. It's so with people like with people like me who. Um, harbor a lot of trauma it literally you either get to the place unfortunately and it is so sad and this is one of the reasons why i'm doing this podcast i really want to raise awareness Mm. you get to a place where you either end up taking your own life or reach a place like i did and i was saved yeah um Mm. i survived and i'm so so lucky that i survived um and i feel like i have a duty somewhat duty i'm very aware of falling into a martyr complex yeah because like, you don't want to do that i'd be like i suffer so you may not yeah yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. Uh, it feels since that's absolutely not what i'm doing it's i want to go i hit a place 
that was so terrible and mm. so dark. And I genuinely thought, I genuinely thought I would never recover. I was yeah. like, this is it, I'm, I'm out. And I, I but it's so funny how 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 you can uh, this is where the willingness you can actually get through things mm. and people give up too soon with stuff. Oh, doesn't doesn't matter if it's as serious as what you were talking about yeah. or it's as easy as like running a race. People give up so quickly on things yeah. that they don't complete it yeah. within the instant it moment they think they want they think they should do it. Right? I mean, I I left my I left my body. It was like the. The experience of hitting the place of just knowing that you're about to give up is completely otherworldly. It is, it's terrifying. Um, and I, and I genuinely, because I survived, um, and because I'm still here, I really want to go. What you're experiencing, people listening to this, anyone listening to this, what you're experiencing, what you're feeling, what you've done. I've been there. I've done it. Mm. I felt it. It's okay. You're mm. not alone in this. You're not. Whatever, if you've done something stupid last night, if you got drunk and humiliated, like humiliated yourself. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I've we've all there. done that. I've done that. I've made catastrophic mistakes. I've lost friends. I've nearly lost family. Not yeah. you, but others. Like it's, I've, I have, if you, if you're feeling shit, I've mm. been there. I've, mm. I've been there. Do you, do you think when you were in that position that mm. you're in, if someone like you had come along and had like spoken yeah. to you, you would have. That's yeah. I, she, I was, she was so blurry you, cause, though. Cause you felt like you were alone. I'm guessing. Like, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But I think for you, one of the biggest things was was and Lola, is, is stopping drinking. Yeah, that yeah. that is a and and that's a that's a big W, a big win for oh, you right now. It's really, um, I got quite emotional actually on Friday um, when we were out at the Candy Kittens ten year anniversary. Yeah, m- congratulations. I by thank the way. you very much. Um, make it. it was very sad. <laughs> at home being wholesome (laughs) (laughs) knitting (laughs) lovely with tom daly (laughs) um i got quite emotional because it's um i i do realize i can go out and have a really really wonderful time without drinking Mm. and um i say quite a lot in my podcast (laughs) like i genuinely i have a tendency to have about as much sense of self as a piece of cotton wool (laughs) honestly like (laughs) I have the self-esteem of a finger puppet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, it's, I, I am just all over the place sometimes, yeah. or have been. And now having built this very solid foundation from complete rock bottom, I being able to sit there and have a conversation and make eye contact with someone and know that you are safe and in control of yourself mm. is very very powerful, powerful right? very powerful and it's what it's the first time i've um i felt totally in control and caring caring for myself caring for my body because that's the thing with drinking i didn't care my body was just i was destroying my body yeah um and you know i was i had an eating disorder for years as well like yeah it was um just add that on yep that one as well <laughs> but add that on the right Chat that one in there Make you single because this one's up a date. <laughs> but it's great. But it's great, Lou, that you can talk about this and also the, the very th- the, the very thing 
the thing about this, right, is that most people just go into this very sort of serious place, which you do, you dip into it, mm. but also you keep light of it, that, which is an important yeah. thing because because what uh, life is it? Life is definitely about having fun, and and you mm. you go through ups and downs, whatever that yeah. may be, and you have to kind of you have to do it with a lightness of touch, and that's what I'm doing with the podcast. So the first series is uh, ten episodes, which are all between ten and thirteen minutes. And they're essentially monologues that I've written. Mm. Um, and your writing's insane. Oh, thanks. It's amazing. Your, 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 your writing's amazing. Um, thank you. It's, and then it's all about different aspects of mental health. The first episode is my rock bottom when I discuss, you know, being in a place of trying to take my own life. And um, the sort of analogy I use is that unpredictability and a life that's unmanageable, those two things, they go hand in hand and they meet rock bottom and neither can live while the other survives like a terrible Harry Potter spin-off. <laughs> 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 yeah. And like, it's all, it's all done with a lightness of touch because it needs to be accessible. People need to be able to listen. And if you're punching people in the face with like codependency, yeah. this, you, it's, it, I don't think it works. So each episode discusses a different aspect of mental health. So there's an episode about codependency. There's an episode about um, antidepressants. There's an episode about PTSD and CPTSD and the difference between those two things. Um, and recovery in general. There's a whole episode about what it's like in rehab. Stay king tuned for that one because that is... Really? So rehab is really to stay away from it? Oh my God. But it, but it saves lives as well. It saved, oh my gosh. It saved my life. It saved my life. I never, ever <laughs> want, want to, to go back, back there. It, oh my I once I found a hole <laughs> I found it's actually known so you much. found a hole I found a hole in the fence <laughs> what I found, found a hole in the I fence after it. I put my foot I found, <laughs> I found a it's hole weird. there's in a the hole fence. and you thought you were going to climb out of it yeah, I was literally like that I was like poking my head through and then there was a, there was a therapist at the top of the hill who seen me he was like it's <laughs> like I wouldn't do that yeah yeah I wouldn't go <laughs> there's Alsatians next door roaming the farm they're Spanish they won't so, know what you're doing you, <laughs> you could have gone at any point if you wanted to but you can you can leave it at any point you can check yourself out I mean I really wouldn't advise it and also if I'd done that literally people like they <laughs> mum would have like changed the locks <laughs> she was like you are saying yeah but I think also I don't know I'm really proud of myself for doing it I mm. am and I'm really proud that I stuck it out you my my theory is about this entire thing there are parts of all of us that are just quite shit mm -hmm. there are parts like everyone and i always and i in the podcast i go like yeah even jenna florence even steve carell who is the most perfect man on earth yeah has shit time. he's got he's but he's a bit shit he might yeah. like i don't know snore or something. yeah also everyone there's, has it there's something that's a bit shit and going towards those things and embracing them because we're all a patchwork of things that are <laughs> wonderful. Steve Carell snoring really loudly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Embrace it, Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all made up of these, different, of these different things, of beautiful and terrible things and being open about them and accepting them is, I think, the way to go. And I'm, and I'm basically going, yeah, there are parts of me that are awful. I hate them, but they're a part of me, so I have to accept them. Mm. And they are my responsibility. Things that happen to you, the things, the trauma that you hold, those things that happen to you are not your fault. They are not your fault at all. They shouldn't have happened to you. But if the trauma that comes with that, that is your responsibility. Mm. It's no one else's responsibility to take care of you. But with me, I had to get to a place of literally my life was destroyed. I, I, I mean, I was everything. Everything was gone. Mm. Mm. I think I think it's a brave thing to talk about. I think the podcast is is freaking excellent. Thanks. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I think like, you know, it, it's the reason, you know, it's, it's a tough one for 
this is why you know we've never done this before because for me for like you know especially like a, probably a couple years mm. i found it tricky to to um communicate communicate really? yeah, yeah because i just saw you just na nailing your life like hurting yeah. yourself and you didn't you don't understand like no one you cannot understand and the person in it, I can't understand. And it's so tricky. And that's why you can't have communication. Oh, it's like hitting my head against a brick yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. It, it, it frustrated me mm. so yeah, much. Yeah, because you don't understand why I can't do the things that you would do. Yeah. But it also, it, it, what was so frustrating is I would try and explain that to parents and brothers. And no mm. one would understand it. No. And I was like, can you not see what's going on here? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, no. And I think there's a tendency, especially with, you know, we got, you know, I got sent to boarding school eight years old, all this kind of stuff. And, and, yeah. and when you have parents who are slightly kind of, you know, you just get on with it. They just, yeah, stiff up a little. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The snap out of it attitude, it just does not work. It does it not does work. work. Yeah. I really want to, like I said, it's no one else's responsibility to take care of you. It's no one else's responsibility to save you. You can only save yourself. But I do also really want to rid the stigmas surrounding it, surrounding mental health, because no one is choosing. To yeah, no one choose. This. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one is choosing. No, don't want it. Right? I wasn't like, oh god, what do I want to do New Year's <laughs> Eve? Ju I want to jump out the window, <laughs> my, oh, and then rehab. Ah, oh, tick. That's on my bucket list. It's so true. Did you it. don't, you don't want to have You'd it, right? Never. No one wants it. No one chooses it. And addiction is a disease. It's a disease. And I, like I said, no one else's responsibility. But there, I think there needs to be more of a conversation surrounding how to operate with people who do have severe mental health problems because it's still, if you had a broken leg, mm. no one would prescribe their own way of dealing with that. No. You just go, you put a cast on it, you let it heal. No one goes, do you know what? Maybe just walk it off a bit and it, <laughs> and it will just, it will fix itself. No, no one, no one would do that. And so when it comes to something like CPTSD, when you are constantly in fight, flight, freeze, appease, like you, no one can go. Do you know what? Just like just if you have an apple and walk around the garden three times, <laughs> it's gonna be right. Like, you'll forget that really terrible thing that happened to you when you were seventeen. <laughs> Honestly, just like oh, you know, like go on the Ferris wheel, joyful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's so true. Oh, you know, Not one thing fixes all. Yeah, someone, yeah. someone said to me, someone quite close. I'll tell you who it is later. When <laughs> that's our mother. <laughs> nope, <laughs> nearly. <but no. laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When if you smile a lot. You can trick your brain into being happy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? That doesn't work. There apparently is science. There, there is science. Though, there is no, no, but there not, is. Not, 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 but not when you're that not thick treated. in it. Not it's, when, like. Well, not you, when you're that thick in it. It must be a really hard thing to treat, though, because it's so mm. it's so complex, the mind, and, and you've built all these, like, bridges yeah. and strange neural connections and stuff like that. It must be so difficult the good, to the good news unpack is that. that. Um, well, the, stopping alcohol is the, the first route. Well, I mean, if you've got a chaotic mind, then booze yeah. is just like fucking oh, it's fuel just on like, the flame. But, but you so. need to have it's a clear so, mind you, in order yeah. to begin that journey. Um, the good news is, is that the brain is elastic and you can re you can rewire it, you can heal from these things. But when um when I went to when I went to rehab, oh my God, I talk about this in episode six, I think, when entering into the rehab with these fences and this massive gate there was a sign that went you are a miracle and i literally went fuck you <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> You're not, yeah you have no you well, have no idea but like and that's the self-loathing right there oh self-loathing but then and everything is taken away from you everything uh, like you have you have nothing. There's no. You're not allowed books that aren't specifically prescribed. You're told to read. Mm. You're not allowed. There's no cigarettes. There's no coffee. There's nothing that is mood altering or distracting. And so I just I described it in a way of like I'd been living in 
in Kansas and The Wizard of Oz and everything was kind of a little bit fuzzy and black and white. And then I got to rehab and I detoxed and took, and it was like technicolor. Mm. It's like I landed in Oz and was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And the amount of repressed memories that came up, the amount of things that I suddenly connected to and understood and understood why why I behave in a certain way because of because of this, because of um, childhood childhood abuse. It's important to note it wasn't our parents, it was it was other people. But I was really badly abused um, as a child and all through my adolescence. And suddenly I was able to connect to that and it was horrifying. Mm. It was terrifying, but it had to happen. It had to be processed because otherwise it's just sitting in there like a bomb ready to go off. Mm. And essentially with trauma, um, with complex CPTSD, um, CPTSD, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, your amygdala, which is like this little bit at the base of your brain, that's your animal brain. And when you have CPTSD, it's always on. So you're that's constantly, stress, like, yeah, you're like, what's, what's the next mm. threat? What's going to kill me? What's mm. going to, and so if that, if you're triggered and I have severe abandonment issues, like I said, so if I am dumped all the terms, like if I, <laughs> if I'm dumped, it's that thing that sparks up. Yeah. That light goes up like a Christmas tree. Like, like, um, I can't think of an analogy. Yeah, like, that a firework. like a firework and it's, but it's not. I can deal with this, this is someone leaving me. It's it's akin to this, is, I'm going to die. Mm. You can't differentiate between what is life-threatening and what is not. Yeah, yeah, so, you, so, so you just think your life's over. So exactly, you think your life is completely over. And if you're like me and a massive codependent, Jesus, like everything I'm saying, I sound like such- No, you like don't. a patchwork of terrible things. But I completely lose myself in another person. Yeah. Completely lose myself, do everything for them, all their needs, like I- but Have you learned to deal with that now? Well, I haven't tried it out with anyone yeah. but i i really hope so um mm. i think now i have an awareness and also i didn't have the vernacular before i didn't have the the way of explaining it i couldn't yeah. understand it and so now i really understand codependency i understand my disorders um i'm able to flag the triggers so if i get triggered rather than going immediately i'm gonna die i fight flight freeze i can go pause is this life threatening is this not how do I deal with this? Mm. Um, but before, because I didn't, it just felt normal. It just, because it's your brain telling you something. Like, why do you question it? Um, your brain is meant to be on your side, right? Mm. And so I was just like, I was constantly in hyperdrive. Just yeah. always, always um, terrified. And it's very intense. I guess, I guess the first thing is that recognition of that emotion. Mm. And then it's like trying to build steps in between that emotion and then your reaction to that emotion so yes, you go like exactly. oh shit i'm feeling that right i actually have two choices here or i've got multitude of choices rather than just like straight to like exactly exactly up. like blowing up it's it's like those um do you remember those like teen magazines that had those questionnaires what mm. nut, nuts and fhm and nuts and what was the other one nuts and i was yeah. thinking like teen vogue but oh yeah <laughs> teen magazines where they had the questions, yeah, the questionnaires do, yeah. when it's like does he blah 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 and then yeah. there's like the spider things mm. essentially that's what i try to think of when i get triggered is like okay this is here what do i want my reaction what what do i want what is my instinct my instinct is to self-harm mm. is that in line with my values no, because I value my body. I mm -hmm. value, um, you know, whatever. 
Um, so you can then sort of pick your route rather than just deep diving into, um, you know, self-destruct, which mm. is what I, which is what I always did before because I didn't understand a different, a different way of dealing with things when you've had so much abuse and so much trauma and you know, I'm a survivor of sexual assault as well. Like it's, it's overwhelming. It's completely, it's completely overwhelming. And I didn't, and it's very hard. It's very upsetting and mortifying, incredibly, incredibly humiliated um, when people sort of stand back and laugh and bitch and gossip because that's human nature. We've been doing it for hundreds and hundreds of years. Everyone is gossiping. Everyone is talking about the latest drama and it's brilliant until you're the subject of it. Mm. Well, do you know, it's funny that the, 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 where Famous came from, we got told this by Greg Jenner, where Famous came from is the god of Famio, which is basically the god of gossip. Every single mm. time you spoke about Famio, he'd get bigger and bigger and bigger. So the more you gossiped about him and he'd follow the gossip. Mm. That's what thing is. So yeah, it's always, always happened. Yeah, and I've been center of negative chaos and negative attention. And um, I just, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to do that anymore. Um, no, but I think really what, what is amazing on this road to recovery, you've got this podcast mm. where we can listen to it on Spotify, we can listen to it on Apple, we can listen to it anywhere, can't we? Why do you think you've got no friends? It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> and as my sister, I'm just so proud of you of where you where you've come from, right? Thank you. And the reason why you know is that we have you know you haven't come to the podcast soon is because for two years it was just so tricky to see you in a place, right? Yeah. And now I, I and now I just couldn't be proud of you. I can guarantee if I come on the podcast before, I would have done like three shots of vodka before I came on. Would you have really? One thousand percent. Because you think you would have been funnier or more exactly. entertaining. And you're just not. Exactly. And do you know what? And someone said to me the other day, they were like, are you worried that you're just not going to be funny anymore because you're sober? You're I funnier. Was like, I was like, I am so much funnier. Yeah, so much funnier and better and everything. Better, way better, way more clear, way more conscious. Content like, and confident. And you understand things and see things. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I would never, ever operate in the way that I was operating before. Like, it was literally, I say like people standing back watching it being like you are sledging down an icy hill into oncoming traffic with your eyes closed yeah and completely. i was like and i was like Whoa, yeah you just don't see it you, you just don't see you it you can't see it you cannot see it and um it just i really i really really want to rid the shame surrounding it mm. i really really want people to understand i've been called insane crazy you know useless twat um <laughs> like i've been called every every name in the book apart from in my podcast in the first episode people went your voice is very soothing and i was like i have been called so many things soothing is definitely <laughs> not one of them um, <laughs> Look, um I, I think it's amazing you should be so proud of yourself. i'm I'm, um, I'm proud of you and um, i think everyone just go and listen to the podcast you know especially if you're going through a tricky time it's it's an amazingly mm. well written um you know documentation of what you went through yeah. and different things like that. And I know it's going to go on to different stuff as well, which is amazing. And it's, um, and they're very short. They're just little bite-sized mm. bite moments. If you're getting dressed in the morning on your way to work or just at lunchtime, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling, you know, anxious or humiliated, I have been there tenfold. Exactly. And, um, and I'm just, and I'm being entirely open about it and going, laying all my shit on the table and going, it's okay. It's okay. Mm. I didn't choose any of this, but I have chosen to recover. I've chosen to heal. And that, and that is amazing. And I'm, I'm, and I'm so proud of myself for that. Journey. No, it's amazing. Lily. I listen. I'm so proud of you. everyone. Go and listen to the podcast. It's insane. Lily, thank you so much for coming on this episode. Thank you. We'll get you back on where we'll, we'll talk about 
things, funnier things with you and I yeah. from your younger and stuff like that. This is just the beginning, right, for you. That's yeah. what I wanted to ask. There you go. That's just the Next beginning. Time. This is just the beginning. Yeah. Next time. What, what episode is the rehab one? Episode, episodes. I think it's episode six. Okay. Yes, it, it is episode six. And uh, it's, I talk about um, things like equine, equine therapy. Is that horse therapy? <laughs> oh my God. Does it We've work? got time to just tell this thing. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 do it. Equine therapy, where essentially, because horses are pack animals and they tend to respond to emotions and things like that. Mm. So it's basically for people. Oh, the rehab episode is episode seven. Is episode it? Episode seven. Um, uh, so it's essentially equine therapy is a way of going into a ring with a horse or a couple of horses and they respond to your emotions. So if you have difficulty um, communicating what you're feeling or mm. you're, um, or, you know, you're repressing something, the horse will respond to your, to your Does emotions. Does it work? With what? Like, starts <laughs> 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 going running away from you. Oh no, I'm actually, that, yeah. <laughs> 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 back. Why is it <laughs> oh, clearly got abandonment issues? Yeah. Yeah. But, but they do things like the horse would turn around and be like, good on you good on you love (laughs) but um they went i think it was the first time i went in there there were two shetland ponies (laughs) and i was stood there and also bear in mind this was like my first week at rehab when i was when i was literally like what the fuck what what, why why am i one why am i alive (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) you you are a miracle shetland just comes over and whispers that in your ear you're like fuck off (laughs) you are a miracle like it was it was so weird i got in there these two Shetland ponies. And uh, the therapist said, um, I don't think I've told you this, talk about your relationship with your brothers. And I was like, okay. And went <laughs> and said, I not even a sentence. And the boy Shetland bit the girl Shetland. <laughs> <laughs> and they serious? went, and then you went, look at that. That's your relationship with your brothers. And I was like, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I'm pretty sure the Shetland just <laughs> bit the other one because I said, three words or less yeah. and the Shetland definitely isn't reading my mind <laughs> so, but I was I was that because I was and I was so devoid of emotion by that point and I was just like okay oh yeah, you were just depleted by that point I was point. like fine wh- whatever you want sure oh my god um, but Lily this is all in the, the podcast this is, it? So this go is and all in the upcoming podcast there's so many stories there's <laughs> a, a ton of stuff just about and it is funny that's the main thing like I do of course it is you're so funny because I'm still funny it's going to be great hey listen um, mm-hmm. go and listen to the podcast Lily I'm so proud of you thank you so thank much for coming on the episode today guys this Friday we have on the podcast we have Chloe Petz, the comedian on the podcast this Friday. Um, so go and listen to that. As always, Luli, thank you so much for coming on. If you, um, We should explain that Luli isn't my name. That oh, yeah, yeah. Her me. name's Emily, but I just call <laughs> her Luli. Luli. I, I don't know, ever Luli. since I was a kid, Luli. Um, go and check out Emmy's Instagram as well. Um, she's on social media. Mm-hmm. We can get all the podcasts. Emmy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank I love you. you I adore me. you. I'm proud of you. And everybody, we'll see you on Friday for another episode. Until then, goodbye. Woo! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.